You're listening to Sportsnet Today on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Happy Friday. Welcome to Sportsnet Today, Peter's version here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It is a jam-packed show today. If you guys are longtime listeners, as we discovered a lot of you are yesterday, uh, you'll know I'm not the biggest movie guy, but I'm assuming this is what the movie Groundhog's Day is like, because I uh, was talking with with Cam and Taylor. Um, Hello, fine producers. Hello. Um, Didn't we just do this show? Kind of feels like... Yeah. Like we did. Yeah, it feels like we did. Oh, wow. Hey, look at that. They just played very poorly and lost. Like, but, I could have swore I have that in my notes for the last couple of days. But this time feels worse. <laughs> Doesn't it? It only feels worse. Yeah, it's like the same, only worse. Uh, so get ready for it. Uh, we're getting here from some of the culprits of what's gone wrong with the Flames over the last little bit uh, here in the first half hour. And then we'll be joined by the captain of the best hockey team in Calgary as Brett Sutter from the Wranglers joins us. Uh, that coming up in about half an hour's time. Hour number two, Matt Marchese going to be joining us as we chat some NFL. And then Avery Lewis McDougal is going to be hopping on um, in hour number two to talk about the other team that sucks in this province, the Edmonton Oilers. Your texts always welcome at 960 960. Uh, we are going to hear from Coach Huska. Uh, we're going to hear, I had this written down, uh, from Backlund. We're going to hear from Huberto coming up in a bit. But I just want to say off the top, how awful was that last night? Like, I, again, like I'm not, I'm not really zagging here. I, I can't imagine that. Well, I actually thought that game was really great last night. But th- that, it, it was just another level of bad because as cam said like it just it feels worse because that was a team that was struggling too right like they've scored 11 goals this season coming into play last night and that's because they scored six against the penguins everything on that team was struggling they put their backup goalie in net a wide ranging international resume that it is still his second game of the year coming off of a game where he's allowed six Now his goals against average is three because you did nothing. It just continues to get worse and worse, it feels like, for this team. And it's game eight. It it feels, just from my perspective, and I'd love to come on and, like I said, like I, I hate doing the same show three days in a row. It drives me crazy. But it has to be said because it just feels so utterly hopeless given how this team looks on the ice given how this team looks when you take a look at the cap friendly page and you think, cause I, I, I thought about it coming in like, okay, I hate doing the same thing multiple days in a row. That's why I like so many different sports. So I can talk about all of them. I don't feel like a Lakers sons uh, segment one would do awesome here. So we kind of have to talk about whatever the hell that was last night, but let's try to think something out. Like, you know what? We need to accept this team. Isn't going to break it up, blow it up. And let's see, how do they get good? And then you look at the cap-friendly page this morning. It's like, oh, they don't because it's capped out. They're bad and capped out right now, which is, I don't think I need to spell this out too much to you, but that's a really bad place to be. And that's where like it, it's just so deflating that this team looks broken. One goal last night 
and they look like they were on to the, the Heritage Classic already. And not in a, all right, let's get geared up for the Oilers. Just, hello. Maybe next game will, will be better. Because they got off to a decent start. That was another thing, too. I thought that the start was actually all right. Markstrom makes a big save early. They come back down, get a couple of chances, and then the puck's in your net. And it just felt like they gave up. Honest to goodness, it felt like they... It, I hope it was give up and not just didn't care because that's also what it looked like last night. We heard in the, the thing last night, like we heard after the game the other day, that it's embarrassing and you have to be, I, I would boo us too. And there, there's apologies and, and all of these things. If you would just do the thing on the ice you're supposed to, then we wouldn't have to do all of these things. So it, it has been, it's been so, so frustrating these last couple of games. And... I don't know what the, like the fix is obvious play better, be less crappy. That would be a great way to, to start about it. I, I see. I could be a coach because the, the guys on the ice, that's what it's going to be as much as a large segment of this fan base wants them to blow it up. It's probably not going to happen. History would suggest that's not going to be a thing that happens. Would love to be wrong, but it feels like that's probably not going to happen. And then you look, okay, can there be some reinforcements? Probably not. This team is at exactly $0 in salary cap space right now because they're using 3.2 LTIR. I think it's 3.2. I just don't know where it's coming from anything outside of the guys on the ice who you are paying a combined, what is it, $82 million to? Those guys could mix in a good game every once in a while. Uh, a couple of texts, 960-960. Other than Markstrom, uh, start to the season, it's same old team. Uh, Matt and Cochran called it. Yeah, we, we said yesterday, oh, backup goalie who allowed six in his first outing. Sounds like a 31-save shutout to me. The Flames can be very predictable at times. But today is a new day. The sun still rose. We still froze. Uh, the, the Flames were at practice today. And gosh golly gee, they worked really hard. Uh, let's hear the man who put them through the ringer as Coach Huska addressed the media following practice today. Well, the message today for that skate from our vantage point looked like there was a lot of hard work. Was, uh, was that the theme? Yeah, I, I'm sure. I mean, there was a lot of things in that practice that were detailed too. So um, we've nobody was pleased with last night, but it's a chance to look forward now and um, recognize that some of the things that we worked on today are going to help us put us in a better position to be successful. Was that a tough drive home or uh, getting home and thinking about that game? Or were you able to park it? Uh, I don't park things very easily, that's for sure. How uh, how close is Adam? Uh, some practice for about half of it today? Yeah, I, th I think he's getting closer. I mean, we still don't have a, a definitive timeline, or I can't tell you today if he's going to be in or not for the, um, the Heritage game, but um, he is getting better. Yeah. Are you guys preparing as F. McDavid's playing? Yeah, we'll always do. Um, I, I think when you, you have to. I think when you want to put your preparation in, you want to make sure you're preparing for what you could see. Now, now that you've had a little bit, um, how, how do you score more goals as a, as a team? Um, you know, I, I think a lot of when you're, you're thinking about offense, that starts with um, some of the stuff that we worked on today. Um, if, if you're thinking about generating offense and cheating the game a little bit to get to it, it's not going to come. It's going to start from the hard work in your own zone and the hard work and how you manage the pucks and how you play together. At the end of the day, well, that's kind of what it comes down to. So you want guys to be creative and you want them to have some freedom, but they also need to recognize that um, scoring goals is not an easy thing to do and you have to be willing to put in the work to do that. Coach, we're on just Jacob Markstrom's 
compete yeah. level, battle level. You know, uh, just share your thoughts on, on how he's giving you guys a chance to win games. Um, well, you said it every night. Um, he's given us a chance, and that's what you ask for out of your goaltender. So um, he's been he's been really good for us this year. One of the things Mackenzie said sort of at the end of his scrum last night was, yeah. okay, if we can get a win in a big sort of flagship event against the arch rivals, maybe that can get us moving in the right direction again. Do you, do you see it that way? Um, I, I think there's always uh, extra incentive when you play uh, Edmonton, for sure, in regards to what a win will do for your team against them without a doubt but it's important to remember this is a moment in time like we're, we're in a tough stretch right now at the beginning portion of the season and we're fighting our way through it but you come each day to the rink to get better so I don't necessarily think you look for a game I think it's 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 what you do that's right in front of you that matters and today was a good hard practice and I thought the guys did a good job with that um, now we'll get ourselves to Edmonton and get ready to go could all these distractions be a good thing uh, Listen, I keep going back to it. Like, um, it's we haven't had the start we wanted, but um, we believe in uh, the players in our room. So sometimes distractions like this aren't the best thing because they take away from what we should have done last night, if you know what I'm saying. But um, this is a pretty special event for these guys to be a part of. And um, I remember the one in Regina that I was a part of, and it was one of the coolest things that I. I was around. It's a really neat thing for the players, so they'll be excited about it. There's going to be a lot of energy and a lot of emotion um, on both sides, for sure. With that in mind, do you want them to look at and approach this as just another game, or do you want them to soak it in and embrace it? it it's another game. It's an important game, but this is a little different in regards to um, you may never get this chance again. So without a doubt, you want to enjoy your moments while you're at the rink, but recognize that this is a, a game where two points are on the line, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, don't be looking around at the the festivities. Don't be super excited that Nickelback is playing or anything like that. These are two massive points for this team. And the the thought that, oh, well, maybe this will this will spark it. That's fine for us to say it. It kind of concerns me when the players talk about it. It's like, well, maybe this will be the thing. I don't know, man. Like just wake up in the morning, do a quick little on the app, like, okay, what's my bank account at? Oh, I'm still getting paid a lot of money to do this. Maybe that could help. Like, I don't know what motivates you, man, but it shouldn't be, well, we get to be one of, like, four teams that gets to play outside. That that kind of stuff concerns me. Uh, coming up after this game, by the way, uh, they have the Dallas Stars on Wednesday. Certainly not an easy task. The Seattle Kraken, who I think are quite good, off to a bit of a slower start, but still a talented hockey team. Nashville, who's off to a bit of a slower start. And then the Leafs, who, if the Flames play like that uh, last night against Toronto, coming up next Friday, the 10th, Two Fridays from now, I guess. Um, they're going to lose by about eight. So it's not just, well, win outside and everything is back on track. Because you have a Dallas team that's really good and a Seattle team that, despite their record, is really good right after that. So it has to kind of just get better quickly with this. A lot of people pointing a lot of fingers, uh, including me, quite frankly, at the man who's making $10.5 million for the next forever with the Flames. That is Jonathan Huberto. He also spoke with the media today. Day after a, a performance like that, I guess the, we see the uh, on-ice performances. It was about work today, wasn't it? We heard a lot of that last night about effort and compete and connect. What did you think about the effort this morning? Yeah, I think, you know, we deserve that one today. I mean, we didn't didn't show up yesterday, so especially in front of our fans, so you know, can't that can't happen. And today, you know, that's that's uh, our practice gotta gotta be. I mean, you know, today was a hard practice, 
the guys, you know, the guys show up, so we can do it. We, we know we can do it. We just gotta transfer that into into the game. How do you park? Kind of what's been going on and focus on Sunday. You know, it's, it goes without saying, it's huge. It's a league event, and now you've got to kind of park. Both teams have to park the the negative and kind of focus on that. How, how do you strike that balance? Yeah, I think you know, two teams struggling. So I mean, you got to take that. You know, as a experience too. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, even though you're not at a good spot, you know, coming in, but. At the end of the day, you know, you got to, it doesn't happen a lot, you know, you're going to play outside. So for me, my first time, so I want to enjoy it. But, you know, I did, we want to come out with a win. I mean, we need a win right now, you know, feel good. But even though, you know, it's a great experience, we got to work hard. We, we you mentioned personally yourself there. Just what is it that you're, your priority, what it is that you're working on in your game to where you know you can get back to? I think work, I mean, at the end of the day, I think you're working hard, but you got to work smart too. And that, that's what I want to do. I mean, sometimes you try to do too much, you know, when it's not going well. And, you know, you overdo it instead of, you know, getting, keeping things simple. And that's what uh, I want to do now. How close is your game to where you want it to be? I mean, I feel it's not that, it's not that far. I mean, I know, you know, offensively it hasn't been great, but, you know, I'm working hard. I just need to work smarter. And I, like I just said, I think that's, that's my, my goal. And you know to find chemistry with my line mates as well. We what's did the, hear uh, last year about confidence at the end of the season and wanted to sort of get Swagger back. Or is the confidence there for you? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like I said, it's not my my best. You can you can tell, but you know, it's it's uh, last year I had no confidence. This year, I mean, I I'm still making a little bit of plays, and but obviously I got I got way better for for this club. As one of the the leaders, we talked yesterday about leadership being important. What? What's the role of a leader when things aren't going the way you want them as a team? Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, you know, sometimes, sometimes you know, you you just gotta look at yourself in the mirror, go go back home, and you know, come back and be the better version of yourself. I think as a leader, I think people look up to you. So if you're, you know, coming to the rink, you're miserable, and you know, you don't you don't want to, you know, you're on the edge, you're not working. I think the guys are looking up to you, and they say, well, if this guy's doing it, then. I'm gonna follow him. So I think for leaders, you gotta work hard and you gotta lead the way. That's what we gotta do. It's, it's been over 90 games with this forward group, basically the same. So chemistry-wise, like, is there is there any more you, you guys can do? Given you've you've been together such a long time, and maybe the combos and, and trios haven't haven't resulted yet. Yeah, we just got. I, I think you know we we gotta work for each other out there, and you know we gotta help the guy beside us. You know we gotta do that better. I think you know we we, we went away from that this year. I think. You know, we're having fun. I mean, the guys, I mean, not having fun when you lose, but I'm saying, like, you know, in training camp, we were, you know, it's a good group of guys. And I think we just got away from it a little bit. We just got to come back to the basic, you know, keep things simple. Right now, I think it's it's about work. And we got to work every shift on the ice. It's too easy to play against us. So I think, you know, we got to make it hard on the other team. And the bounce is going to come our way if we do that. Do you feel like the team's approach to adversity this year has been more positive? Like, is is it less miserable coming to the rink? I mean, <laughs> not from last night game, obviously not. But I think you know it's still early in the season. We got we can turn that page and you know go go on a get get the next win and then you know look forward. I mean, we look, we need to look ahead. We can't look in the past. Now it's, it's you know it's, it's in the past. But if we all do it together, pull together, I think we can have a hell of a run. Can you share with us um, just how? your coach Ryan Huska kind of helps you guys in these tough times I know it's a new role for him but maybe his approach to these bumps in the road yeah he's been you know pretty calm I mean obviously it would be easy for him to 
you know, freak out with the, with the start that we, that we have. But, you know, as a guy that's it's, he's a smart coach, so he knows what it takes for us to win. Except today was an example. I mean, you know, you saw how we worked on the ice. And that's, you know, that's what we got to do. And I think he prepared that practice for that to show us that, you know, you can't cheat, can't cheat on the ice. You got to work hard, too. So. All right, there is Jonathan Huberto. Um, it, it just, again, like, I feel like we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. But it feels like we're starting from scratch, right? Like what we're talking about things like effort and things like compete and things like the, their work ethic and things like that. Like we haven't even got to the part yet where this team talent-wise isn't as good. Right, like that. That's the wild thing to me. It's that we don't even know. We we think that this team, talent wise, isn't maybe all it's cracked up to be because we don't get to see it because the work isn't there. That that should be really concerning. If there's a stretch in February where it feels like okay, yeah, we just we have to get back to working hard and everything like that. That's one thing. It's game eight, man. Like, how are you already at the point? Well, we just we just got to work hard. Like, what about last year made you think you could come into this season and not work hard? What about the last three games made you think, of, like, why is this now the one where you finally decided, okay, well, four is enough, I guess. We can stop this losing thing and, and start getting back to the basics and start working hard. Like, they are starting right from zero right now, and that is so incredibly concerning to me. A lot of frustration on the text line at 960-960. I've seen this a couple of times. Um, it's time to shake things up. Conroy should put Kadri on waivers and hope he gets claimed. Um, I, I don't think that's a viable option, A. Um, B, Kadri does have a no move, which I am pretty sure means he can't be placed on waivers. Just to, like... Not that that's the only reason why, like there, there isn't a world where they would do that, but I, I, I think they actually contractually can't. So uh, just to, to stop that one now, another thing that that has been happening that has been a little bit frustrating going back to, I wanted to say this after the Huska thing, but I forgot because uh, I'm just so mad. But I think that there is a little bit like that. There's obviously plenty of blame to, to go around right now. Um, one of the things that I think needs to stop happening is all these line blenders in the, the second and third period. And I understand from a coaching perspective, there's only so much you can do when you see the team out on the ice performing the way that it is, that there's only so many tables you can flip over and garbage cans you can kick and swear words that you can say. Although I have found many of them while watching this game. Um, there, there's only so much you can do. So to try to give this team a spark and find something that works, you do a little bit of line juggling, right? But, one of the issues that this team has had, even going back to last year, is uh, a continuity issue and everyone like not necessarily being on the same page. So that that has been a bit of a struggle. And it's been a bit frustrating to see when th this team is trying to figure out like new offensive systems, all of those sorts of things. And now they're getting new line mates every 40 minutes. So th that's something that I wish would stop. One line that is um, working is Backlund, Manjapani, and Coleman. Um, let's hear from the, the Flames captain, as I would imagine he has a lot to say based on what's happened the, the last few games here. Let's hear from Michael Backlund. Pretty good work day it looked like there, Michael, for the group. Probably exactly what it was needed after some of those, you know, hard work is needed comments last night. Yeah, no, I thought it was good practice. Uh... You know, we had we have some time before next game, and uh, we have a little few days in between games, so it was good to 
push it up and you know get into each other and uh, uh, battle hard together. That's how you become stronger as a group. No easy answer or way out of this for sure, but does it start with maybe this group needs to work a little harder? Do you see it that way? Yeah, I think we got to work smarter too. Um, just uh, um, yeah, I mean, you got to play smart, play hard. Um, and yeah, you gotta work hard, but same thing, you gotta work smart. And at, at times, I think everyone's working really hard, but sometimes I think we can do a little in a smarter way to help our team play better. And uh, we will do that. Uh, we gotta get out of this. It's a tough. It's been a tough little stretch here, but we played some good hockey before, and uh, you know we have a great opportunity now. Uh, to just forget about the past and just really enjoy this weekend here. And uh, it's gonna be a very special game, and we have a great chance here to. You know, really enjoy it and uh, play really well, and hopefully get that win. How important is it to kind of have those short memories? You know, forget about the way the season's gone through eight games and just kind of focus on Sunday. Do you see that the group is able to do that right now and keep that business-like mentality? Yeah, I think uh, this game comes in a good timing. It's easier to forget about the past and just really look forward to this outdoor game. Special experience. Everyone's super excited about it, and you know, when they think about that game, it's such a Special game with the Balberta too. Uh, you know, you really forget about uh, the stretch we've been in, uh, and just really get excited for the game. Being the captain, I mean, what, what kind of leadership are you trying to sort of impart during you know the stretch of adversity here? Well, I, you know, uh, wasn't my best game last night, but I try and lead by example. I had, uh, commitment, compete, uh, do the little things right, and uh, I know I can be better. Uh, but I'm, you know, trying to on and off the ice, um, you know, show, um, you know, that commitment and the compete part to the game and do the little things right and uh, push guys the right way. How, uh, how do you score more goals as a, as a team? Yeah, we are something we're, we want to be better at. We talk about it, how we can be more effective in the ozone, how we can work on face-offs. And today, you know, a little bit three and three down low to, you know, be stronger on pucks and, uh, take pucks to the net, and I think we can be a little greater in ozone. Uh, we've been having some on some time and kept pucks lots of outside. We can be a little more direct and a little more greedy. We talked about it in preseason. You know, when we turn pucks over, we want to attack the net right away, and I think we got away from that a little bit. Jonathan talked about how, as, as a leadership group, it's important to you know not be miserable and, and still come here with a positive attitude. How, how important is that for you? Yeah, no, it's really important. Um, the right times, you got to be you know demanding and keep guys accountable, and but. Also, every day is a new day. Sun comes up. You, get, you know, we gotta come in here with a smile on our face and enjoy that we're playing in the NHL. Uh, we're just so privileged to play in this league and really, really take it in and enjoy it and work really hard. Uh, that's what you do in this league. You, if you want to stay in this league as a player and be a good team, you have to work hard every day and enjoy it. And that's uh, very important. Michael, while you talk about the sort of unique experience of a Heritage Classic, how just how important is it to stop this skid at four? Like, how important is the result of Sunday's game? Yeah, no, it's a big game. Um, but all the excitement around it, it's still, it's a really big game for us. And, you know, they're in a similar spot over there, the other side. And, uh, you know, whoever comes out of it, it's going to feel a lot better. And uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a big game for sure. Um, you don't want to keep this going like last year. I don't want to go back to last year, but we did put ourselves in a hole. Uh, that's seven losing streak, and we don't want to do that again. Yeah, we'd hate for this year to turn into last year, huh? <clears throat> 
Anyway, uh, that's what the Flames had to say out of a practice where it sounded like they worked really hard today. Uh, we're working hard here on uh, Sportsnet today. My name is Peter Klein. You can find me on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at Primetime Klein. Today, I'm in the DL Basement Systems downtown studio for Doug Lacey's Basement Systems. Cracked foundation, Boeing foundation walls. We have a simple permanent solution to stabilize your foundation. Contact Basement Systems. They are all things basement. Visit dlbasementsystems.com. We will continue our Flames conversation next, but first, we will hear from the captain of the Calgary Wranglers as Brett Sutter is set to join the program. That is next here on Sportsnet Today on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're listening to Sportsnet Today on the official home of your Calgary Flames. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Happy Friday. Sportsnet Today continues on Sportsnet 960 on a Calgary Hitman game day. The Hitman in Lethbridge tonight taking on the Hurricanes. That'll be on your radio at 7 o'clock. Very pleased to be joined now by the captain of the Calgary Wranglers getting ready for their home opener this weekend. Brett Sutter joins the program. Brett, thank you for doing this today. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. We uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, four games into the season, oh, we're getting ready for the, the home opener here tonight or uh, tomorrow. Sorry. Um, I guess first of all, just how do you think things have gone for the the first few games of the year? Um, you know, it's always good to start the year with uh, getting a couple wins under your belt. Um, you know, that makes coming to the rink a lot, that much funner, and you kind of get that that good vibe going. But uh, I think for us, it's just. You know, we're early on. We we got a lot of moving parts and new faces and new coaching staff and systems. So I think it's kind of just establishing that identity and, you know, the style of game we want to play and what we need to do to be successful and, and uh, you know, working towards that every day. You mentioned the, the moving parts. Um, I, I would imagine that, that that is kind of just a constant in life in the American Hockey League. Guys coming up, guys going down, guys going this way, that way. Uh, new coaches, like you said, all the time. Um, at some point, do you just kind of get used to the chaos that that is all the changes? Uh, yes and no. Um, you know, last year we were pretty lucky. You know, the Flames stayed pretty healthy and, and knock on wood. So did we down with the Wranglers. So we really didn't have a lot of changeovers. So, so there wasn't as much... Uh, of the moving part, so to speak, but, uh, it, it is part of it. And, in, in, uh, when you're playing in the minors and guys going up and down, but, um, you know, that's kind of just that next man up, uh, you know, mindset and, and you're excited for when guys go up, you know, it was good to see solo go up yesterday and, and get his shot. And, and that's just another opportunity for someone else to step up. I would imagine that there is a little bit too, when you see, uh, someone go up to the, the big club, it's like, okay, Hey, that's like he he is going there for a reason. So now that there is a spot that that someone can fill, and also you see him. I thought he played pretty well last night. You, you see someone like Soloviev go up and, and have a bit of success. It kind of shows like okay, what we're doing here is working. That can I, I would imagine there's a bit of a all right. Let's get this thing going. A bit of a boost in that locker room, hey? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's that you know friendly competition amongst guys where. Um, you're obviously very excited to see one of your friends and teammates go up and, and get to live a stream and, and uh, you know, you're excited for him, but there's also that thought in, in the back of your mind, well, you know, if he can get there, so can I, and, you know, keep working. And that's, you know, like I said, Solo, he's one of those guys that works as hard as he can every day. He's dedicated, he's committed, you know, he committed himself to moving to Calgary and training here this summer and, and I think that's kind of a, a good footprint for guys to to follow is just, you know, put in the work, put in the time and, and get better and then you get your shot. 
for you personally, uh, this is your your second year in Calgary uh, after bouncing around a little bit. Um, starting to feel, obviously you've been here before too, but starting to feel comfortable again here in Calgary after a year and now four games with the Wranglers? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Calgary's where I call home the summer, have for, you know, just over 10 years now with my family. So um was always comfortable coming home. And, and like I said last year, this this group was so easy to come into, you know, just a whole bunch of guys love coming to the rink, uh, love competing together, love winning together. And, and uh, you know, even though we have a whole bunch of new faces um, this year, I, I think our, our teams already came together pretty tight and we're having a lot of fun and, and we're looking forward to the season here. Although when you wake up to snow in October, California starts to look a little bit better. Hey, like there, there, is there something like, oh man, really wish that wouldn't have happened, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I was hoping we'd at least get to take the kids trick or treating before we saw <laughs> snow, but that's not looking not looking too promising right now, is it? No, every Halloween costume always has to have a okay. How's this going to look with a parka on? Yeah, you got to have a backup plan for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Iron Man doesn't look quite as intimidating when he's wearing a giant winter jacket. Uh, <laughs> chatting with Brett Sutter, captain of the Calgary Wranglers. You mentioned a couple of times a, a lot of change, like you said, new coaches, new faces, new players, new systems, all of those things. Um, what is kind of the the most difficult of the new to to try to to get around? Is it a new system? Is it new players? What is what what has been the the trickiest hurdle to get over in the early part of this season? Yeah, I think just dialing in the the new systems. Um, you know, it's a pretty big change uh, defensively from what we've done in the past. Um, so you know, just, we're we're doing a lot of video and and learning. And like I said, we're we're lucky to have won a few games, and that feels good. But at the same time, we know we got to keep working and, and dialing some of those things in. Um, I still think we're giving up a little too much uh, against right now. So, um, you know, just, just trying to dial in those, those little details in the game and, and uh, working together. And, and uh, we have a lot of uh, new parts, mostly up front for us. So kind of just figuring out where everyone fits and who they fit with. And, and um, you know, the coaches are, are doing, the, doing their job with that. So, um, yeah, it's just about all coming together. Is that just the the way to figure that all out? Is that just game reps? Is there anything you can do uh, off the ice or on the practice ice that gets that? Or is the only way to, to get that chemistry going and to, to figure out those changes is to, to play it against live competition? Yeah, you know what? I think you can do all the practice reps you want, but until you do it in live game action and get to see the video after, of oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen this, I've seen this, I don't think you can you improve as much. Um uh, obviously we, we have been doing walkthroughs in practice and trying as much live game action as we can, but there's just something different when, when there's real bullets flying. And, and, uh, I thought we've gotten better each game, um, which is a good sign. So, um, it's just a matter of sticking to it and, and making sure we're paying attention and, and learning all those details. Now, uh, you, you guys have picked up a few wins, like you said, uh, not only is that with a new system, but also on the road. Now you get uh, a couple cracks at it on home ice coming up this weekend. Um, home openers, I, I would imagine like you, you've seen quite a few of them in your career now, but it, it just feels like there's something different about those. From, from your perspective, what, what makes a, a home opener like you guys are going to have this weekend so special? Well, we're really looking forward to getting in front of our fans. Um, I think, you know, as the year went on last year, our, our crowds were getting bigger, uh, more enthusiastic. We had a great showing in playoffs. Uh, the fans really brought it for us. So I think just getting back in front of them, we're really looking forward to it. We we think that now we're in the second year with having the team here. I feel like there's been a little more buzz about the Wranglers and people are kind of getting to know that American League hockey and how good it is to watch. So 
um, you know, we're the last team in the league to play a home opener. So uh, I think we're overdue for it. And guys are just, just chomping at the bit to uh, get to the dome and play. Yeah, I would imagine that the, the guys are going to be kind of shot out of a cannon. That that can be a blessing and a curse sometimes. How, how do you kind of, pardon the awful pun here, how do you wrangle that emotion and use it as a, as a positive <laughs> for the whole <laughs> Uh, You know what? Just just keep it simple early. You know, you always want to go out on home opener and, and do all these these crazy things and make a big impression. But I think you got to build your game from the basics. And then as the game wears on, those plays are going to come more naturally. So, um, you know, just keep your emotions in check. Um, we all know what our job is and, and when we have to do it and where we have to be on the ice. So stick to the details and then keep it simple and, and everything should be, should go fine. In your role as a captain, um, I've always kind of wondered this in the American Hockey League. There are um, a lot of players obviously excited to, to be where you guys are, but I think there are a couple of players who maybe would have expected that they were going to be at the, the level a step higher coming into this year. As a captain, do you have to have a conversation with a couple of guys who maybe thought that the NHL was their destination this year? Um, or, or is that something that those guys just kind of work through on their own? Um, no, I think you always talk about that stuff, but I think, uh, you know, with, with NHL staff now, there's so much, uh, you know, development guys and so many resources that they can use people they can talk to. I think it's just as a player, you come down and you just make sure that everyone knows that it's, it's a team first while you're with the Wranglers, you're proud to wear that sweater. And, and it's about putting your teammates next to you first. And usually when you take care of the team and, folks on winning and, and uh, folks on the guy next to you, your game will fall into place. And, and uh, I think that's just the biggest thing is be proud to be where you're at. And uh, if you put the work in, your time will come. Uh, a couple players uh, on, on your team, a couple teammates of yours that I'd like to, to ask about. Dustin Wolf, a lot of people in the city very excited about, about what he could do. Um, a phenomenal year a season ago and now looks like he's going to be just as good this year. Well, what do you see from him that makes him the goalie that people in the city are excited about? It's just a great head on his shoulders. Um, unbelievable competitor. He's one of those guys that he's focused every day. He knows what he has to do uh, individually to get himself ready. And uh, when the puck drops, he's, he's one of those guys that hates to lose. So um, I know we've, we've, made him work early on obviously working through some of this new d-zone stuff he's had to be sharp for us and he's probably been our best player every night so um you know he's just one of those one of those kids that you just know is going to go a long way and and uh he deserves it he puts the time in and 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 uh puts the work in and, and he'll get there um in terms of uh, other guys, uh, Connor Zari, eight assists to, to start the season. You talk about uh, getting used to, to new teammates and, and where everyone's going to be. It would appear he's figured that out ra rather quickly. Um, give us maybe your scouting report on, on Connor Zari, another guy that people here are excited about. I think Zari's taken another big step from last year. You just seeing his confidence. Um, you know, I think he, he looks stronger to me out there. Um, he's one of those He's just a he's a young kid that just loves playing the game. He's excited to be at the rink every day. He keeps things light. Um, you know, for the fans that have kind of got to know Pelts, Pelche, you know, this last year or so, and kind of that enthusiasm he brings, our kind of does the same thing for us. So, uh, um, you know, what he he works hard. He, he's committed to to getting there, and and uh, you know, I'm going to be excited when he finally gets that chance. What about a self-assessment here? Uh, 14 goals last year, 29 points. Um, you've scored 20 in the, the American Hockey League before. Um, what would you do the, uh, the, the Brett Sutter scattering report here for, uh, for 2023? 
uh, you know what? I don't like doing that anymore. I'm getting too <laughs> old for that. Uh, you know what? I'm just trying to play a role that's, you know, I'm a, just a hardworking, you know, a steady guy, a dependable guy. I try to be, be good on draws and be hard on the other team's top players. And, um, you know, if I can contribute offensively, that's great. But at the end of the day, it's, it's getting the wins that are the most important part for me. So, uh, I made the old man switch back to center this year, so I'm just trying to get these these old legs back moving at center speed. So uh, a few changes for me too, but uh, yeah, you know what? I'll just kind of do whatever I'm asked. If it's you know whether it's first line, fourth line, or anywhere in between, I'll, I'll just uh, you know put my head down and work. Still figuring out some of the, those legal ways to cheat in the faceoff dot too, I'd imagine. Yeah, you know what? They're getting harder on me. I used to be able to get some breaks, but I feel like they've been a little harder on me these last few weeks. So. Um, in ter- like I've, I've never played professional hockey and I feel like I probably won't at this point. Um, in terms of the different responsibilities on the ice from, from center to the wing, what are some of the things you have to, to kind of monitor and do a little bit differently coming into the year? Um, I just think with this new zone defense that we're doing, there's a, uh, you know, that you have to do a lot of thinking as a sentiment. Um, you know, you're kind of responsible for all, all four quadrants of the D zone and, and then you're also in charge of, of driving the offense and, and being the speed through the middle. So, um, you know, I just think you have to, you really have to be thinking, you know, the entire game and aware and, and aware of who's on the ice. And, um, you know, it's good. I, I love playing center. I played center most of my career. So it's, it's good to be back there. Just, uh, just taking some time to, you know, watch, like I said, watch video and make sure I'm in the right spots and doing the right things and, and picking it up as quick as I can. Seems like entirely too much thinking for me. I don't know. You seem to enjoy it. It would be too much for me. (laughs) Well, some guys like having all the pressure on them and some don't. Um, For me, I don't mind in the D zone being that guy that, you know what, your responsibility is to keep that puck out of your net. And if you can be the biggest driver in that, that's that's a pretty important thing and something that I think you should take pride in. Uh, a couple more here with Brett Sutter, the, the captain of the Calgary Wranglers. Um, in terms of leadership style, are you uh, someone like rah, rah, here we go, guys? Are you going into locker rooms and flipping tables? Uh, what What's kind of the, the Brett Sutter leadership style? Um, no, I think, uh, you know what, I think I learned early on that guys talk too much. Sometimes they get... Uh, you know, toned out a little bit. So, um, you know, speak when you have to, I think you just let your, your play and your work ethic and your will to win do the, do the uh, talking. And, uh, you know what, I, I think it's really important for teams to have a, not just one or two leaders, but a, a whole locker room full of them. And that's something that I've always tried to say is everyone in our room has a voice and speak up if you feel the need, but, uh, you know, whether it be, practice day and you're the first guy in the gym or you know helping a guy out on a bad day or you're the guy out in the game making a big hit or scoring a big goal there's so many different ways to be a leader so everyone can pitch in doesn't matter if you're first year or 15th year in the league just uh you know let's push each other and that's what good teams are all about all right the home opener is coming up this saturday uh for for people a little bit on the fence let's talk a couple of people into the building why should people be excited to come watch the, the wranglers this weekend well, first of all, we had a great year last year, and we're off to a, a good start this year. Um, you know, for people that don't know American League hockey, you, you got a really hungry group of young players that are trying to make the NHL. So, you know, if you're a fan of you know junior hockey or World Juniors, you're gonna you're gonna see all the top players from from those events playing in these games. And and like I said, just the hunger for those guys to get up to the next level usually makes every game uh, a good one. And uh, 
uh, we have a great group. Um, you know, I think a good mix of young and old and and skill and work. And uh, I think we're we're going to be a fun team to watch this year. So we'd appreciate you to come out and watch. Uh, and we appreciate you coming on here and talking for a bit, Brad. Uh, this was uh, a lot of fun. Best of luck with the, the rest of the season. And uh, I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sorry about the mix-up on times yesterday, but uh, appreciate you guys having me on today and enjoy it. Yeah, man, all good. It was, it was worth the wait. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a good yeah. day. There is uh, Brett Sutter, the captain of the Calgary Wranglers, joining us on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline as uh, the Wranglers ready for their home opener this weekend. Yeah, it's um, it's really cool that we have the Wranglers in town now, another great hockey option. Um, value for dollar is fantastic. And like he said, it's some really, really good hockey. Um, you're seeing guys at various different levels of, of their careers. And the, the one thing is they're all absolutely trying their asses off. So it's uh, going to be a whole lot of fun. Check them out here at the Dome coming up this weekend. Uh, all right. Now to shift the vibes entirely, let's keep talking about the Calgary Flames. Um, after their disappointing loss last night, the latest in a string of them against the St. Louis Blues, there is a lot of frustration around this team. And this text um, is one that I kind of want to, to dive into for a couple of seconds here. Brad in Cochrane. Got a good listener base in Cochrane. Um, has anyone considered that Lindholm isn't a first-line center? Maybe let's admit that Johnny and Chucky drove that line and Lindholm benefited. Eight million? No, uh, seven million? No way. Uh, that, again, coming from Brad in Cochrane. I think that's a good point. I do think the um, he benefited from Johnny and uh, Kachuk is a little overstated because before they, they kind of loaded that lineup, he was still quite good. Um, but... That being said, I do think that prior to the, the last couple of games here, this has been a, a player that I think has kind of, I don't want to say gotten away with it, but I feel like he should be getting a bit more criticism than he has been getting. He's not a $9 million player right now. Like literally he's making half of that, but for someone who wants to be making that kind of money, um, who wants to be like paid as a superstar I'm going to need you to look like a superstar. And it's not like you have a couple of bums playing with you. Although like some people may disagree with that on assessment of Hubert at the moment, but this is a guy who had 115 points a couple of years ago. Has he been that same guy? No, but I feel like there has been so much focus on, well, Hubert needs to, to be better so we can get these guys going. I also feel like if you're going to be paid $9 million in a league where you can only spend 80 some odd million on everybody, there needs to be a bit of your game that's elevating players around you as well. That's why you can go out and pay McDavid what you pay him and go out and pay Dreisaitl what you pay him because in theory, you are paying those guys to also elevate those who are going to be making less than you because they have to because that's how salary caps work. If you're going to be getting that kind of money, there does inherently have to be some form of making those around you better. And I just, I haven't seen that Honestly, for one moment from Lindholm this season, and he is someone who you guys know if you've listened to, to this station for a, a while and then took a break and came back. Um, but, you know, I, I think the world of this guy is, as a player, I, I think uh, excellent two way forward. I, I think that he doesn't sometimes realize how good that shot can be. So I think there is that in him. We just haven't seen it at all about Lindholm or from Lindholm this year. And I, I think 
a lot of the focus is on um, Kadri. A lot of the focus is on Huberto. I do think we need to put that attention on Elias Lindholm. If you're going to all summer hmm and ha about what you're going to do with, with the contract, and if $9 million is enough to stick around here for, for eight years, you kind of got to look like that $9 million player at any point, and he hasn't. There is a lot of blame to go around with everyone, right? Like we, we did the show on, what was that, Wednesday, where we said, okay, what are the positives here? Well, like, if you are feeling optimistic about this team, why? And no one brought up Lindholm. It was basically just Markstrom. I would say Manjapani, Backlund, and Coleman have been that for the last couple of games as well. But as I also said yesterday, it is easy to stand out when everyone else is essentially just lying down. So let's not build statues for these guys just yet. Um... But aside from Markstrom, I would say Manjapani, um, Backlund, Coleman, and on the blue line, I don't know. It's kind of everyone. Like it, it just, I, I don't think there's one guy who you could look at and say, okay, this guy is doing it. Maybe Dewar, like Walker Dewar, and those guys on the fourth line have been kind of providing some of the energy that that you would hope for from them, but. Overall, you, you can't look at this squad and not say, okay, well, that guy can't give more. He, we are getting 100% of that dude. It's everywhere. It's all across the board. A complete organizational failure these last four games for this team to be back in this spot again. And the calendar hasn't even flipped to November yet. And we're already making comparisons to how bad last season was. And we're already having a text line filled with guys uh, talking about how they want to to blow this team up. It is, it's a rough spot that we're in right now. Send your text in 960960. I don't even have a te text question. Just yell about the team for a bit. Uh, send those texts in. Uh, someone texting in, Lindholm is a bum. He can have fun in Boston. I don't think he's a bum. I still think he is a very talented hockey player, but I would have questions about locking him in. Um, I, I would wonder like for $9 million, Where's the better coming from? Because we need to see that. And if this team's going to be competitive this season and, and beyond, he needs to be that guy, right? And that's that's kind of all we're asking for here. I, I don't think we're asking too much from this Flames team at the moment. We're asking Jonathan Huberto, who is making $10.5 million, to be a $10.5 million player. We're asking Nazem Kadri to be the guy who helped his team win the Stanley Cup a couple of seasons ago. We are asking Elias Lindholm, who wants $9 million, to be a $9 million player. Like, we're, we're not going out there and being like, hey, A.J. Greer, where's the 25 goals this season? Like, I don't think, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to act, ask these guys who have been this before, hey, could you do it again? And it, it, this isn't like Lucic last year where... You're wanting this guy from eight, 10 years ago, two years ago, be the dude you were two seasons ago. And this thing is going to be so much better, but it just right now we're back at the point of talking about hard work. Really? Eight games in and we're talking about hard work. It just, it's mind boggling to me where this team is at. At the moment, uh, should he be on for living for Huberto and Kadri signings? Poor decisions. Well, he doesn't have a job here anymore, so feel like he's been heated. Uh, but no, I mean, probably, yeah, for sure. That, that's something that could be 
something that could be going on for sure. Um, I was a big fan of Kadri coming in here, but he seems lost out there. Thoughts? Yeah, like that was that was a really really bad turnover last night. The the no look pass. Um, that was that led directly to the first goal. And it's just been, it's been a lot of those so far this season. And it's been a lot of him frustrated and him not doing anything about it really. So that's, that's kind of where it has been with this flames team. So far, uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more flames in our number two, but our number one is in the books here on Sportsnet today. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you all so much for making us a part of your Friday afternoon coming up in our number two, Matt Marchese from the fan Checkdown will stop by. Uh, I will ask him why his favorite football team maybe isn't as good as people think they are. Uh, and many more questions about that. And then really excited about this. Avery Lewis McDougal from the hockey news is going to stop by. If you think it's bad here, just take a bit of a look up north and see what's happening with the Oilers right now. Uh, we're going to talk to him about all of that coming up in our number two. If you missed anything from this, it's going to be available in podcast form right away. Once Cam gets it up there, uh, it will be there. So check it out. And yeah, we'll be back with more here on Sportsnet Today on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.